For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast right here on Georgia Radio. Well, good evening, everybody. You're here on Georgia Radio with the Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio Show. And come to you each Tuesday evening at 730 and, of course, all the shows are available on the podcast. We're so glad you could join us tonight. Uh, Matt, how are you? I'm good. I'm just watching the London folks tune out right now. Y'all come, tune out. Y'all come back in 30 minutes. We'll be here waiting on you with more good country music. So I don't yeah, know if they, they like or not. music. They don't like us. Yeah, they like the music. They don't like hearing you or me talk about it. I think it's you. It probably don't is. Laying, don't be laying it off on me. <laughs> we need, we need to, <laughs> just keep talking. Maybe they'll stay. I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. Just We have these people that back. listen to us in London, and they listen, I mean, hours on end, and we're so glad that they do. I, in sure. fact, if they're listening tonight, I'd like to send them on down to uh, Texas Joe's Slow Smoked Meats there in downtown London, England. Uh, he has the best brisket in town. It's better than you've ever had. And tell him his old pal Matt Jolly sent you on in there for uh, Texas Joe's Slow Smoked Meats. Real barbecue in London. Maybe you should get off some of that, uh, some of you, those pound notes you've got in your billfold there. And, yeah. And uh, buy, them, buy them a meal over there and tell them, look, if you're London people that are listening, we'll go over there to Smokey Joe's or whatever it was. and uh, Texas Joe's Slow Smoked Meats. That you're going to spring for it, and uh, maybe we'll find out who they are. I, listen, I can't afford Texas Joe's. It's like Joe's. baiting a trap. We've got, you know, we'll, we'll bait a yeah. trap with, um, <laughs> with some Slow Smoked Meats. That's right. What you slow slow Smoked smoke Meats. Nobody okay. beats Joe's Meats. In downtown London, England. I'm not touching that. Hey, so speaking of speaking of bait and trap, uh, I have a question for everybody. We have a groundhog living under our studio, and this thing started out as a as your average run of the mill small groundhog. Now, long rifle. Well, you can't catch it now. It this thing is. You don't have to catch it. Just shoot it. Why? It's under the studio. Age old tradition in Georgia to shoot things that bother you. I guess, but I can't even get. I can't get it to stick its head out is the problem. And now it's the size. I think I saw this on a movie. It's the size of a golf course. It's the size of a morbidly (laughs) obese raccoon. You're not going to let it drive you crazy and start getting slovenly and slobbery. Well, we've had the live trap set, and my neighbor has been checking it uh, while I've been in and out, and nothing. I read online you're supposed to put cantaloupe out for him because, you know, clearly Georgia – because they like cantaloupe. love cantaloupe. I mean, it's native around here. You know. So you put it out for them and then to what end? You just fatten well, them up? What? <laughs> apparently nothing. I mean, nothing has happened. What is Conway? Just, what does he, he think? Who knows? He's losing his mind. He's. What does he's, he think we ought to put in the trap? I've heard now Musk. I, he, you got his attention when you said cantaloupe. And, yeah. You know. Well, I'm serious. They're saying, they're saying some kind of groundhog musk that we can put out, and, that, and that'll get the thing going. Oh, that's just getting... 
All all, I, I mean, all to, we need to do is get him in the trap. I'll but anyway, get up. What you do? Well, I don't know what like, we're going to do. I'll have to keep you posted on the groundhog. Okay. But it's it's a problem. It's I don't want it. You know, it's the barn's been there a hundred years, and I don't want a groundhog to bring it down under my watch. Because he's starting to dig around the the cornerstones and everything, and we're getting into the point where you have one of those old field stones give way, and the whole thing's going to come down, and we'll be off the air then because that's our studio. No, we don't want that. We so, don't want that. Neat. It, send us your tips yeah. on, uh, you know, on Georgia Folk and Farm. I post them, but, you know, helpful tips on how to whack a, a groundhog. <laughs> I, told, I told my neighbor, I said, well, I guess we can relocate it. And he got real quiet. And he said, well, yeah, you, you could do that. He's very kind to me. He's very kind. It could be kind. a turtle bone. It could be. <laughs> and then he said, you know, uh, you probably got to take it like five or six miles because those things will come <laughs> back. From his house. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, really? That far? He goes, yeah. Yeah. He goes, uh, you know, uh, you could just relocate it with a 22. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll Anyhow, I, that's or probably. Or you could use a 30 30 and you could move it about three feet. Yeah. <laughs> with one shot. <laughs> relocate it. <laughs> Listen, you can send your hate mail to Wade Peebles, P.O. Box. <laughs> <laughs> 323 it, it, Garfield, about Georgia. General yeah. Beauregard Lee. We're talking about just a run-of-the-mill, unknown, uh, trader trash groundhog. That's you know? true. Maybe we ought to set up a cage and build him a little house, and and he can yeah. he could do that. So we're talking tonight about garden tips, and I was going to get to it and read a few of these because you have one here. Um, Forty-three people wrote in on garden tips today. Yeah. Did you read any All of together them together or individually? I mean, like 43 people got together and wrote in a tip. Or yeah, they all, yeah, that's exactly right. They they pulled their tips. Now, there's a name for that, but we're not going to get into that. Go ahead. They pulled it all together. No, but I thought this was pretty neat. Um, raised beds seems to be the uh, the trend out of a lot oh, of yeah. this. A lot of people like uh, like their raised beds. And I guess, I guess I'm at that point now where I don't like bending over either because your back hurts at the end of it when you go pulling potatoes and all that kind well, of stuff. I don't. I don't mind bending over. I just can't get back up. If I'm, you know, I have need help. A younger person. And do you? Did you ever do this? Put cardboard down. Uh, no, but I've, I've seen it right where it, it rots and it gets better than plastic and it's environmentally. Um, and it keeps the weeds down. Uh, well, Lord and knows it's a we've got you enough go of buy, that. Get a bunch of old junk boxes and tear them yeah. up, flatten them out. See, my That's look idea. is. Well, I would do that, and everybody would think I was an alcoholic because everybody knows yep. liquor store boxes, <laughs> boxes are free every day. You can go down there. I've seen people do that. They go and get all their boxes to move at the liquor store, and I'm wondering, that's, you know, yeah. you got 270 liquor boxes. But, that's right. Know, whatever works. He drinks a lot of vodka these yeah. days. Yeah, but his garden grows. Uh, this is something that's interesting here, and this is uh, this is a tip that came in. Uh, that I thought was pretty cool. And this one was a private message. They said, do not plant your garden if you are at the Atlanta line or north until May the 1st. Is that per the almanac or is that just... No, this is is a guy that uh, has had a big garden uh, who I know personally says every year he waits till May the 1st. Uh, and has has good crops. Otherwise, you run the risk of blackberry winter. This is north of Atlanta, so Atlanta. Well, I'm probably going to have a May a May garden myself. 
I may have a garden. I may not. But <laughs> I was just waiting on that. That's my May garden. I was waiting I, well, on that. We talked about that. What kind of garden am I going to have? Yeah, you're going to have a, a woe is me, please help, send send me your uh, I have cucumbers. a virtual online garden. And what that virtual consists of, every time I see somebody on Georgia Folk and Farm Life, when they post their pretty garden, and I'm going to, you know, comment, man, I sure, will, I, you know, man, that looks so good. I wish I had some of those, a few of those that sent to post office box 135 Garfield, yeah, or dropped off at my trial, you know, in my pickup. I'm going to put something in that box, but it's not going to be vegetables. Well, CB Adams, our friend CB Adams, writes in, and he's Chris, planning. Yes. Chris Adams, he's planning a bunch of stuff this year. Uh, Cherokee purple heirloom tomatoes. stuff, yeah, yes. some white corn, some whippoorwill peas. Those just sound good, don't they? Do they whistle? Yeah, do they whistle yeah, they, when you well, cook no, them? Ap- after you eat them, it gives you gas. And oh, then I see. I just don't it makes sound like them. Conway, Conway's <laughs> wanting to get in on this. Florida pole no, beans is what wait, he's Wait a minute. Let me, it, okay, go ahead with the list of Chris's stuff. Well, this is sugar cane. He's going to grow that. Georgia rattlesnake watermelons. Some of the best there ever were. I've never seen one of those. That was one when we were kids. There was two kinds: rattlesnake and stone mountain were the brat. But what I want to get back with with CB Adams is Chris Adams. Chris is a young man who's uh, an amazing young man to be as young as he. Even if he was if he was seventy years old, he would have accomplished a lot. But he's done it yeah. in a short time. He's a youthful guy, but he's uh, committed to a preservation of a, the pioneer cracker culture, to the the flora and the fauna native to Georgia. And the things that our ancestors knew and used every day and from the earth. And he's he's taught himself a lot and taught others. And uh, he's talking about the heirloom stuff. Uh, if I would love to, if, if you went to Chris's garden, uh, you would see a unique garden, I guarantee you. Yeah. Well, he's just got all kind of stuff. Seminole pumpkin, African runner peanuts, sea island red okra, and a few other things he says. Uh, Bubba Morgan wrote in with a, with a great idea here. He says, you better get that soil pH right uh, or your fertilizer can't work. And you better use, he says here, uh, a pesticide, bug be gone, so that your roots don't get eaten by grubs. Put down black or white plastic to stop the grass. And we also heard uh, there a great tip for using all those Amazon boxes and cardboard there. It does the same thing. So good stuff there. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, again, more raised bed stuff. Fifteen-gallon plastic tubs are great. Uh, you can get them well, from a landscaping supply store. They said for raised beds. And you can- let, let me interrupt you here. Um, that is the biggest change I've seen in the last few years. Is used to people. Well, a lot of people had tractors, and yeah. they or a farmer with a small two-row tractor. And that's I remember when I was a kid before D- Daddy didn't farm, but we had. Later we did get uh, we did tend something what what people that's old Georgia we tended we tend a few acres you know but we didn't farm but I remember Daddy hiring an old man with a mule to come to plow our garden the first couple of years then we got a tractor and uh, did it ourselves but most everybody used to have a, a, a friend or family member with a small tractor that was right. good for planting a garden spot because you can't do that with a big you know. Uh, tractor that's you know dual wheel big old you know uh, four wheel drive tractor. So, but that a lot of people don't know anyone anymore. And tillers and things have fallen you know into favor. But um, 
Well, Gravely used years. to make some great ones. Remember yeah, that? Great the walk, walk oh, yeah, oh, yeah. and all kind of stuff. That's right. Well, a few years ago, people said, well, we don't need as big a garden, maybe. Uh, and, and for peas and beans, now, people used to grow peas and beans. Row, and when, if you grow peas and beans, you can't just grow a, a tub full of peas and beans. That won't yield enough to have enough peas and beans. By the time you shell them out, pick them and shell them out, you don't have but a, a mess, is what I say. So people are moving away from growing rows of peas and beans and they're concentrating on the, the stuff that yields like tomatoes, peppers, uh, squash, okra, the things that you go out and, and they, they put out most of every day, a zucchini and stuff. You can't hardly give it all away. It makes so much. So you don't have to grow an acre of that. You can grow, you can put you. So people have gone to container gardens and, and uh, using barrels, boxes, pipes, you name it, all manner of things that they've converted and cut in half, lay on, and, um, and, and have container gardens and raised bed gardens. You can close them in. You can take care of them. It's not that much work. And, you know, it's fun. It is fun. If you've been watching the news lately, there's no better year to grow a garden than this year. Amen. I mean, we never know what's around the corner. And listen, you want to be able to take care of your family, put some stuff out there, uh, and grow it. Uh, if, for whatever reason, you're not inclined to do that, uh, Miss Bobby wrote in, and she said that they had to cut their garden back this year. Uh, so now they have a section that they're, they're still growing a garden. Let me be clear here. But they've cut it back a little bit, and she said now they're going to put in a butterfly garden on uh, the side that they cut back. And they're hoping to give the bees and hummingbirds and butterflies a, a happy summer. Now, you know, that's just as important. So if you are cutting back this year, maybe you're not planning to grow enough uh, for the whole block or the, the all your neighbors around your farm there. Grow something for the hummingbirds and certainly the bees because we are huh. – we are in need of that, aren't we? Bees are we? suffering, too. They really the population are. Bees are well, I remember when I was a boy, uh, Mama, uh, uh, a lot of, of uh, families did the same thing. They would have, The mother would do the garden and, and tell the dad what they wanted. And uh, so Daddy would just have the rows laid off, and, and uh, Mama would go and buy the the plants and the seeds. So it's about the same every year. We had butter beans, a few rows of butter beans, a few rows of colored butter beans, or speckled butter beans, if people call them. Probably two or three kinds of peas. We had uh, sweet corn, and then okra, tomatoes, squash, and peppers. And uh, mama would, like most people, uh, they made pepper sauce with the peppers. And So it was, uh, it was about the same garden every year. And, and one thing that that I remember old people doing was they would uh, plant, I think it was zinnias and zinnias. Yeah. Zinnias. Flowers right. to repel bugs in the garden. And uh, that was a natural bug re insect repellent. Yeah. Well, we got to take just a quick break here for, uh, for the advertisers to get their word in here. And uh, we'll be right back right after this, as the Georgia folk and farm live show continues here tonight on Georgia radio. All the best country. Georgia Radio. Everywhere you go. There we are again. We're back. Yeah, we have to we have to pause on the podcast to uh, to pay some bills. By the way, uh, we're talking about gardening tips tonight. If you want to call in tonight, uh, I do have the phone line open uh, if anybody wants to call in. 678 
390-8633. I wanted to, to, to change gears just a little bit and offer this tip. Uh, growing the expensive stuff is is key. You know, if you if you like to cook with fresh herbs and all that kind of stuff, grow that stuff. And it does two things. It, it allows you to, is, is what Wade was talking about earlier, it allows you to have a border out there so the deer don't get in and eat everything. Because if you plant rosemary and if you plant sage and, and the, fra- the really fragrant stuff, those deer won't get in there and eat all the vegetable tops. Which remind when you said sage, and I, I give this a shout out to uh, CB Adams to Chris, I, I hadn't heard him addri- or seen him address that, but that was something that if, if pioneers grew anything, it was sage. Hmm. I've talked to a lot of old timers, and they almost always they planted sage in the in the uh, in the garden, and it was for seasoning sausage and other meat. That they they really believed in um, was sage, and and my grandparents and a lot of old folks I've heard uh, talk about that that was that was something that that people carried over, and used to people saved seed, yeah. And there were, and that's what the heirloom stuff that's still around. People that kept those old varieties of beans and corn and tomatoes and different things. And and I can remember my grandmother and my great aunts uh, and th- those older members of the family that traded uh, seed. And and if they'd get low, they'd say, "Do you have any of those so and so beans?" And yeah, well, I'll need some. And they would. It's like old women used to trade cloth and material. Right. For sewing, because you didn't want if you only had a certain if if you didn't tr- introduce some new blood in your material line, all your clothes in the family it was made out of the same material. <laughs> you could have that, could you? I've yeah. seen old photographs where everybody there'd be like twelve people in the family in front of the old log right. cabin, and everybody's wearing the same material, same print, whatever, but the same you know homespun. So it it was something that got swapped around. Uh, sewing material and seeds uh, were really something that got bartered back or just given to family members and friends. And people didn't go buy seed. It's, there wasn't a seed store many, many years ago. But even early on, uh, the seed stores, you could buy a lot of those old varieties. Now, in recent years, hybrids and uh, what we grow is produce now in the garden. I guess our ancestors from 120 to 150 years ago would be amazed at uh, the the size and mm. shape of some of the squash, melons, uh, the peas, beans, uh, tomatoes, peppers. Uh, very, they, they, most of it used to be smaller. Uh, but it wasn't like genetically modified. I mean, that's what you're talking no, it about. Wasn't. And, 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 yeah. and just like the flowers that uh, people grow today, uh, they're bodacious compared to what our ancestors grew. Our ancestors' flowers were simple, single bloom flowers. So th- it's the same thing with the vegetables. They, they were a lot different. Uh, Deborah writes in. Well, I agree with that. They were better, and I'd trust those over. uh, You know, it's the same thing with bread, right? With wheat. I mean, you hear about all these gluten intolerance and all. It's because the wheat is not the same. I mean, it's been genetically modified. Uh, Deborah wrote in, and I wish I could ask her about this. She said she bought a big bottle of aspirin, vitamin C, and neem oil, and I don't know if that's for the plants or if that's for For her. For she, yeah, buy an extra fertilizer and fish emulsion <laughs> as expecting shortages down the road. Uh, she says this weekend they'll be laying more ground cover for their raised beds. Um, and she has also uh, gone to the galvanized beds. Uh, she's planting for a, an army, it looks like, uh, 
Just going through here, uh, planting a quarter acre of tomatoes, says Tom, and a quarter wow. acre of okra, and a few peppers. Uh, yes, I may add some summer squash and a few rows of potatoes. Uh, this is going to be great. Says he normally waits on the almanac, uh, but an old farmer friend said, wait until Good Friday, plus use soil temps as reported by UGA for my local area. Well, you know, I mean, that's right along with what uh, this friend of mine was saying, you know, just wait till after Easter uh, and, and get all that done. First week of May is an easy start for the rookie well, like old, me. Old timers, you know, they, they went by the almanac, but they also had a lot, they knew a lot of what was going to be in the almanac. <clears throat> the almanac was a refining tool. It's not like they didn't know. <clears throat> they knew the phases of the moon. They knew when to do these things. But, the almanac was their catalog of dates and times. They they yeah. would look to see. They knew what to look for. They would look. This is the time to put for root crop. This is the time to plant, dig holes, and things. And and I've I've seen a lot of people that that don't pay that much attention. They'll have some good results. But I think if you did it the old way and follow the signs, uh, you had better results. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people don't know the signs. I mean, that's and the they, thing. About, right? They don't know. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. A lot of people mistakenly think that that overall people um, had to have an almanac. But they did. To, they had to, the signs. They had the right. knowledge, and like I say, it was a refining tool. It was like, well, I know it's going to be early March. Let me look and see what date is the best day. But they knew what to look for. See, now we pick up an almanac. We look through it to find out what's in there because we it's it's like, wow, I didn't know this. I didn't know that. Or what does this mean? <laughs> right, right. You know, so it was different when they picked up right. an almanac. They knew what to look for, what to go. They were looking after specific information. It's like uh, it would be like uh, old timers, you know, from back then, bringing one in the future, putting them in Walmart. They'd wander in there around amazed. But we go in Walmart. We, it's all new. We we know what to look for and where to go get what we want. Yeah, you see, the I difference? told you what that old timer told me. It's what you're me. familiar with. Yeah, I told you this morning. The old timer told me. He said, "Why are you going to plant a garden?" He said, and he picked up that potato, and he goes, he goes, I can buy a whole bunch of these for a dollar. Yeah. And he goes, why, why are you going to mess with that? And, and well, the, the, I mean, the real answer is a, I want to know where my food comes from, and b, I want to know I can get it if I need it. And I think we're kind of at that point where I'm so thankful for Georgia Folk and Farm Life because there really is a, a, a huge body of knowledge out there that I don't think a lot of people realize is there. No. And if uh, you're, you're right. if you're not already on that uh, group, by all means, get on oh, it. Facebook. Yeah, facebook.com well, slash Folk and Farm Life. There's so many facets to gardening. It's a therapy. It's therapeutic uh, it, it, to get out there and doing it. Hmm. Well, not for me, because like I say I'm not, not even. Not for me, yeah. I'm I mean, so many people that feel like it and feel good. But it is really, we're, we're kind of being facetious. But if you can get out there and do gardening, it, it is therapeutic. Then I, I can recall meals where almost everything on the table, we grew it. It came out of the garden. We had peas and beans, and we had tomatoes and squash and, and uh, peppers and onions and okra. And then a meat, you know, but every all the side dishes came out of the garden that day or the day before. And it probably wasn't a uh, lot of meat corn. either, was it? No, no. And I've had whole meals sit down to, you know, corn from the garden, field corn or sweet corn, but loved old field corn. We talk about, I've had field where peas, beans, sliced tomatoes, sliced onion, 
biscuits or cornbread, fried cornbread, and no meat. Yeah. Yeah, and good vegetable supper very, is great. Very, yes, that is a great meal. And if you grew it yourself, uh, that that's a great uh, bonus. I want to I want to talk about uh, this before we get on uh, our closing comments and everything here on this garden section. Uh, you and I went down to uh, see Ricky Hooks the other day, yep. and we made a it video is. about it. And I just wanted to tell everybody uh, that's probably the first time in a week that Ricky Hooks has had nearly ten thousand people in his store, but the current count <laughs> is 9,000, over 9,800 people have seen that video of That's us amazing. going into Ricky Hooks's uh, It was looking, a great time. Looking yeah. for snakes. If you haven't seen it, where, where can they see the video? Well, they can see it right that. there at Georgia Folk and Farm Life. Right. Right there on Facebook. And just, they can see you, and they can put a face with a voice and uh, and, and see everybody in there at, at old Ricky Hooks's place. We had for a the good elite time meat to deal. eat. Hey, that's right. Everybody was in there that day. You told me There's, you said that was from uh, uh, Arch, uh, Duffy's Tavern, where yeah. the late meat to eat. That's yeah. right. The old radio show. You know what's from uh, Joe's slow smoked meats in in England? <laughs> <laughs> well, Wade's not even going to say it, but anyhow, I'm not going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's good stuff, though. I, you know, we really did have a good time down there. If there's somewhere, though, what I was going to say is, is if there's somewhere uh, that you'd like Wade and I to go or check out, uh, give us a give us a message there and tell us Yeah, uh, we're going to start doing to more videos. We're going to go visit places, do a video, and post it, and I'll let you enjoy our, uh, uh, you know, you can, you can go there with us. Yeah. That same day that we were down there, I slid over to Michael Bright's place. Uh, I think he's listening tonight, even. And uh, got to go in to see the Music Memories Museum. Great place. It is a fantastic place. In Swainsboro, yes. In Swainsboro, right there uh, at the Downtown Antique Mall. And uh, he's got a new exhibit that's going to be coming up uh, that I think is going to be really neat. And it's, I would, I, you know, I'm not surprised he, he got it because he's just that kind of a guy. But this is just big, not only for Swainsboro, but for Georgia. So, yep. yeah. Yep. Good stuff. I, yeah, it is going to be good stuff. So, as we wrap it up here on the garden tips, what do we got? We got about four minutes left, Wade, uh, before we got to hit and get, as they say. You got to go to bed early. You got an early morning but tomorrow. I always be, have an early morning every morning. It's going to be raining though. You're going to be working tomorrow, and all that rain. I've I've got my clock set for two fifteen. Oh my gosh! And I'll be out. I'll be, you know. Got half my work day done before the Gar- rain starts. Gardening with some pine trees. That's why I don't plan to have a garden this year. So you've got to send it to Wade. That's via, right. Via Your the bumper post. crop of produce. I'll tell y'all where to drop it off or where to bring it and send it. And or I'll pick it up if you know I can get in there in the log truck. I'll wheel in. And yeah. Grab there it. you go. Yeah. Best garden I'll get tip. A bushel basket. Well, we're saving it. We're saving it for last. The best garden tip. Uh, do you want to read your best one that you received? Or do you uh, want me to read mine? You read it. <laughs> mine was don't plant your corn in the rains. That's because you don't want it to uh, be like concrete. No, why Why is that? I have no idea. I well, planted, I planted corn last year, and it never, it never came up. You didn't expect me to say that, did you? I, I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't. I thought you'd make something up. But no, I, mine I never came up. I, yep, no. Mine never came up. All right, best garden tip. Best garden tip that I've got right here. Uh, comes from Mr. Randy. Randy wrote in, and he said his best garden tip. 
it's to buy it. It's to buy it at the farmer's market and lie. (laughs) (laughs) I grew this. I grew it myself. So there you go. (laughs) Always fun, isn't it? Yeah. Always fun. Well, hey, uh, tomorrow morning I've got Jimmy Fortune on. You going to tune in for that? Jimmy Fortune from the Statler Brothers. Nana always loved hearing him sing. She said, I, that Jimmy Fortune's just a nice man. He and he and Vince Gill. And uh, Jimmy Fortune's going to be on with me tomorrow. He's playing Wonderful. two shows, uh, one in Fitzgerald uh, Friday, and then one in Buena Vista, which is right outside of Columbus uh, on Sunday for a matinee. That'll be fun. But, yeah, y'all go see one of those, Matt, if you're from Georgia, it's Buena Vista. no. No, it's not. Yes. You are messing you with me. It. It, no, it, people, no. I've all my life, Buena Vista. Buena Vista. I know it's Buena Vista. It's Buena, Buena Vista. Vista. Yes, but it's Buena Vista. The beautiful Georgia. view. Buena. Yeah. You yeah, can't, beautiful view. You can't Buena lie to me about Vista. that. I'm not going to fall for That's that That's the way one. Georgia say it. Yes, I we do. I am not going to fall for that one, Wade Peebles. You can Buena Vista it's, on out of here. It's just like <laughs> Whiteley. <laughs> and all Benny. <laughs> all Benny. A-L-L-B-E-N-N-I-E. In Louisville. Oh, my Lord. Louisville and Rankin. All right. These London folks want to hear their music again. we got to get off here. All right. I'll let you say goodnight. Good night. Don't do that to them. Come on. you got to have some slick (laughs) Willie sign-off, you know. No, it listen, it's it's a blast every night. We enjoyed it so much. And it's uh, it's great to have y'all join us. Tune in. Listen to the podcast. And we have fun. Matt and I enjoy this. We we have guests sometimes. Sometimes we just do a show without a guest, and and uh, we change it up every week. So we're just glad you came to see us tonight. Come back next Tuesday night. That'll be fun. All right, everybody. Good night, Brother Wade. See you on Facebook. All right. All the best country. Georgia Radio. Everywhere you go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.